Hey guys, it's Jazz here with another episode of Daily Journey with Christ. And today we're going to continue our series and journey through the book of 1 Corinthians as we dive into chapters 4, 5, and 6. I will be reading the NIV translation today, so if you have that translation, I do recommend you opening up your Bible and following along. If you're just here listening along, that is completely all right as well. As usual, I will conclude this episode off with a fact of the day. But for now, let's dive into God's Word. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 This, then, is how you ought to regard us, as servants of Christ and as those entrusted with the mysteries God has revealed. Now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. I care very little if I am judged by you or by any human court. Indeed, I do not even judge myself. My conscience is clear, but that does not make me innocent. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, judge nothing before the appointed time. Wait until the Lord comes. He will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motives of the heart. At that time, each will receive their praise from God. Now, brothers and sisters, I've applied these things to myself and Apollos for your benefit so that you may learn from us the meaning of the saying, Do not go beyond what is written. Then you will not be puffed up in being a follower of one of us against another. For who makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you do not receive? And if you do not receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? Already you have all you want. Already you have become rich. You have begun to reign and that without us. How I wish that you really had begun to reign so that we might all reign with you. For it seems to me that God has put us apostles on display at the end of the procession like those condemned to die in the arena. We've been made a spectacular to the whole universe, to angels as well as to human beings. We are fools for Christ, but you are so wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are honored, we are dishonored. To this very hour, we go hungry and thirsty. We are in regs, we are brutally treated, we are homeless. We work hard with our own hands. When we are cursed, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure it. When we are slandered, we ask kindly. We have become the scum of the earth, the garbage of the world, right up to this moment. I am writing this not to shame you, but to warn you as my dear children. Even if you had 10,000 guardians in Christ, you do not have many fathers in Christ Jesus. I became your father through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you to imitate me. For this reason, I have sent to you for Timothy, my son, whom I love, who is grateful in the Lord. He will remind you of the way of life in Christ Jesus, which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every church. Some of you have become arrogant, as if I were not coming to you. But I will come to you very soon, if the Lord is willing, and then I will find out not only how these arrogant people are talking, but what power they have. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. What do you prefer? Shall I come to you with the rod of discipline, or shall I come in love and with a gentle spirit? 1 Corinthians chapter 5 
It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and of a kind that even pagans do not tolerate. A man is sleeping with his father's wife, and you are proud. Shouldn't you rather have gone into mourning and have put out of your fellowship the man who has been doing this? For my part, even though I am not physically present, I am with you in spirit. As one who is present with you in this way, I have already passed judgment in the name of our Lord Jesus on the one who has been doing this. So when you are assembled and I am with you in spirit and the power of the Lord Jesus is present, hand this man over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh so that his spirit may be saved on the day of the Lord. Your boasting is not good. Don't you know that a little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough? Get rid of the old yeast so that you may be a new unleavened batch as you really are. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us keep the festival, not with the old bread leavened with malice and wickedness, but with unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexual immoral people, not not at all meaning the people of the world who are immoral or the greedy of swindlers or adulterers. In that case, you would have to leave this world. But now I am writing to you that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister, but is sexually immoral or greedy, an adulterer or slanderer, a drunkard or a swindler. Do not even eat with such people. What business is it of mine to judge those outside the church? Are you not to judge those inside? God will judge those outside. Expel the wicked person from among you. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 If any of you has a dispute with another, do you dare to take it before the ungodly for judgment instead of before the Lord's people? Or do you not know that the Lord's people will judge the world? And if you are a judge to the world, are you not compelled are you not competent to judge tri- trivial cases? Do you know that we are judges? Ju- we were judge angels. How much more the things of this life? Therefore, if you have disputes about such matters, do you ask for a ruling from those who weigh a life of scorned in the church? I say this to shame you. Is it possible that there is nobody among you wise enough to judge a dispute between believers? But instead, one brother takes another to court, and this is in front of unbelievers. The very fact that you have lawsuits among you means you have been completely defeated already. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be cheated? Instead, you yourselves cheat and do wrong, and you do this to your brothers and sisters. Or, do you not know the wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor men who have had sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what you, what some of you are, but you have, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything but I will not be mastered by anything. You say, food for the stomach and stomach for food, and God will destroy them both. The body, however, 
is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. By his power, God raised the Lord from the dead, and he will raise us also. Do you not know what your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of the Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who unties himself with a prostitute is one with her body? For it is said, the two will become one flesh, but whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were, brought at a, you were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And that is 1 Corinthians chapter 4, 5, and 6. The way that chapter 6 ends here is very, like, remindful and empowering to remind yourself that our bodies are not just about ourselves, is they are vessels that God created, is God made us who we are, and that he is part of us, and we don't want to be immor- have immorality in our everyday actions, and yes, we do sin, and sin is very different to everyone. But at the end of the day, we have to remember that no sin is greater than another. And I think this is what is very important is for anyone who is in the stage of their life that sexual temptations or anything about being immortal or kind of sinful to your own body is something to remember that God does not want for us and he has a plan for us. But anyway, that concludes our reading for the day. And the fact I have today is actually based on bones of your body is currently I am studying uh, the bones of one's body and of animal bones, I should say, of animal bodies. And I started realizing the difference from animal bodies versus human bodies. And the one thing I just love always about human bodies is that humans are actually born with 300 bones. But by the time you're fully mature and become an adult, you actually only have 206 bones just because your bones actually start off with... um, in, um, wow, what's the word? Mind blank. Um, your cartilage, your bones, actually, when you're born, you have have so much, uh, kind of small bones because cartilage makes up your bones. And as you get older, that cartilage becomes fused bone and you get less bones. But at the end of the day, you are still human with 206 bones versus 300 when you're born. But anyway, that concludes today's, um, video and message but tune in tomorrow as we continue reading in first corinthians anyway good night everyone